Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Hello, good morning. This is excellent. It's good to see y'all. Is it good to be seen? Cool. We are starting in a comfortable seated pose. Any variation on that you want to take is good. If you'd like to use props, go for it. You won't need a certain positioning for this. You'll just get yourself comfortable. All right, as you find a comfortable seat, let your eyes fall gently closed and rest the palms of your hands on your body in some way. So it could be the legs, could be the hips, could be knees, somewhere that you can feel the palms of your hands making contact with yourself. Take a few moments to locate sensations at your fingertips, through your fingers to the knuckles of your hands, to the small cup of your palm away from the surface of your leg, the heel of the hand, the outer edge of the hand. Overall, note the temperature, the texture, what you feel with your hands. You let this be the most prominent sensation of touch that we have going right now. As you turn your awareness to your breath. Start with ujjayi, in and out. Using the muscles of your throat to lengthen and refine each breath in and each breath out. Trace the path of your breath. More, more as a visualization today. We're going to trace the path of the breath as if it were moving to the fingers. So for sure, it's staying in your lungs. But mentally, the throat drawing muscle, the muscles drawing the breath in. Just radiate that out through the collarbone to the upper arm, the forearm hands, fingers, fingertips, from the fingertips back out with the rhythm of inhale and exhale. Adding on to this, 
Inhale to the hand and the fingertips. As you exhale, a light press of the hands. Into the surface of your legs, or your knees, whatever you've got. The palm of the hands. It's a light press with the exhale. Eases on the inhale. One more round. Attention to the breath moving in and out as if moving to your hands. And then being pressed out with that slight pressure of the hands downward. The breath rises upward and out. Return yourself to steady breathing. Notice any echoes of awareness that are going on within you. And then we'll come over to hands and knees and into cat and cow pose. Right. We're going to exhale, press the floor with your hands. And then inhale. Draw into the cow pose, pulling the hands a little back, a little bend of your elbows as you go. Meditation here is exhale round and press the hands down. And reversal on the inhale. Little bend of your elbows and pull the mat back with your hands. Good. Three more rounds. Enjoy this. Keep that focus. Exhale, you're pressing down. Inhale. A little bend of the elbows and you're pulling the arm bones back. Good. Really nice. With that inhale, hands down for sure, but mostly back. Good. Make your way back to a center line and sit back to child's pose. Steady your breath. And this time a little, a little more sophisticated to steady your breath without the physical focus on hands or arms. So steady into same rhythm. Let your head rest. Have a moment breath in. Breath out, unclutter. So today's practice, we're going to focus on one simple thing, the one simple thing that you can do to have better vinyasa. There are many things. There's one that's going to be most prominent, and that's going to be the work of 
your hands on the mat. There's three poses that make up vinyasa. You all know them. Usual suspects, down dog, chaturanga, up dog, variations on those. We're going to keep one simple focus is this breath and hand connection. Fan your hands out into your mat. Feel the surface of the floor underneath you. Simple, just work your hands into the mat right now. One thing to do. Next inhale, press your hands down and forward. Come up to down dog. Yeah. Inhale, come forward to a high plank. Press your hands straight down. And hands down and forward, press back to down dog. Good. With your inhale, come forward to a high plank. You're transitioning to pressing the hands straight down. Then as you exhale, press back to down dog. Plow your hands down and forward. Extend to the exhale and then Inhale, you're going to shift forward, and that pressure starts to shift. Eventually, it's all the way pressing down. And then hands down and forward. Take two more rounds. You're focusing in on the sensation that's going on in your hands. Good. Really push the floor away. Right. One more round. Push. Straighten the elbows. Yeah. Making it back to down dog. Walk your hands back to your feet. Bring your arms to your legs. So you're wedging the forearms between your chest and your thighs. Let your rib cage rest on your arms. We're going to take the feet at least hip distance, if not shoulder mat distance apart. Good. Let your head drop. Let your upper back muscles soften. Breath into your back. Spread your ribs. Press your feet down. Draw in through your abdominals. Open your mouth. Let that breath out. And then release your hands to the mat onto fingertips. And you're going to walk forward into a high plank. When you get to that high plank, Shoulders over wrists or wrists a little in front of shoulders. Press straight down. Good. 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 Breath in. Tighten up. Lengthen your plank. Breath out. You're simply going to put your knees down and continue to press the floor. Full exhale. Inhale. Transition to an upward facing dog. Bend your elbows a bit. Pull the arm bones back by pulling your hands back into the mat. Hands into the mat. Press back to your knees. And then down dog, slide your hands down and forward into the floor. Here's the meditation. Inhale forward to the high plank. Press your hands straight down. Exhale, knees down to the mat. That's it. Press the floor. Do not let your chest sink. Inhale to upward facing dog from there. Little bend of the elbows. Pull the hands back. And then down dog, breathe all the way out. Hands pressing down and forward. Inhale forward to a high plank. Pause here. Press the floor away as you exhale or put your knees down. Either way. Staying here. Inhale. Transition 
Do the up dog. The action is pull the hands down and back. And downward facing dog. Breathe here. Press the hands down and forward. So been delving into this a lot this week, this kind of equal opposite action. Down dog, the action of the body, pressing back because your hands are pressing down and forward. The hips go up and back. Right. High plank, you're trying to stay up away from the floor. Right. Good. Right. So your hands are pressing down so that your body can remain buoyant. Upward facing dog, we're trying to go forward and up. So the hands pull down and back. Right. Right. Next inhale, shift forward to a high plank. Breathe in, transition of weight straight down into the hands. As you exhale, bend your elbows for chaturanga. Knees could be down or up, you choose. Press the floor to keep your chest up. You don't want to sink. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Little bend of the elbows, pull the hands back. Down dog, hands down and forward. One more time this way. Inhale, come forward to a high plank. You're pressing straight down, tightening your body as you lower a low push up. Yeah, tighten to there, but bend the nails, push the floor, push with the hands. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Hands pull back, a little bit into the elbows so the arms move back. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Well done. You know, look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop up there. When you get there, breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Bonus points, press the floor here with your feet. Bow forward, breathe out. Good. Some of you want bonus points. Here's, here's more bonus points. Inhale, halfway lift, press your feet down. Pull your inner ankles back, right? Chest going forward and up. The feet are going down and back. Mm. Bow forward, breathe out. We can make this point about every single pose we got. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose, right? Feet are pressing straight down because you're going straight up. Exhale, hands to heart center. Take a moment, have breath in. Breath out to clear your space. Everything we just learned in words, we're just gonna put into feeling, into sensation. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, exhale, push the floor the entire time you make your way to the plank of your choice, high or low, knees or not. And an upward facing dog, little bend of the elbows, you pull the arm bones back, press your hands down and forward to down dog, entire time you exhale. Look forward, walk lightly, press your feet down. It's the first thing you construct. Half lift, pull the inner ankles back. Exhale, bow forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, full, keep pressing your feet down. Breathe in, lift halfway. So you transition to exhale. First, make the pressure of the hands good. Then everything else happens. Breathe in, 
a little bend of the elbows. It allows you to pull the hands back more. Press your hands down and forward the entirety of your exhale. Then look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, press the feet down and back with the ankles. And exhale, bow forward. Super good. One more round. Press down to go up. Exhale, full. Press your feet down. First things first, right? Until you learn to levitate, it's always going to be at the floor. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Good. Plant your hands. Breathe out. First things, plant and press. Press. Do not step until you are pressing. Good. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Pressing your hands down and forward. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down. Pull the ankles back as you draw your heart forward. First things first. Exhale. Bow. Good. Sit your hips back. Feel the weight more in your heels. Ukatasana, right? Chest is going up and forward. The weight is going down and back. Exhale. Bow. I mean, it's beautifully balanced practice. Press your feet down. Draw your heart forward. Halfway lift. Plant your hands. Then step back. Push the floor. Right. Low push up. High push up. You choose. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Hands press down and forward. Inhale, right leg up and back behind you. Squeeze it tightly. Press your hands down and forward. Exhale, come forward, knee towards your chest. Press your hands straight down. Look forward, step. Press into your feet. Reach up, crest. Hands to heart center. Look forward as you step back. Plant the hands first and then step. Breathe in. Your back bend, little bend in the elbows, pull the hands back. Breathe out to downward facing dog. Hands on it forward. Inhale the left leg up and back. But as it goes up and back, you take your hands down and forward. Then exhale as you shift forward into that plank like position. Press your hands down. Mm, where are we stepping? Plant your foot, reach up. We'll, we'll keep working this. It's fine. Yeah. yeah press your feet down. Then exhale, hands to heart, to the floor, press them, then step back. Right? Even if you don't get quite the whole hand on there, press down. Breathe in, a little bend of the elbows, pull the arm bones back. Press your hands down and forward. The extent of your exhale, you're pressing into down dog. Bring your knees to the mat, take a pause. Okay. So when we fatigue, we start moving fast. Right, that's just human. Right? So let's take a moment. We're gonna get unfatigued here, right? whether you are or not. Right? If you're not fatigued, great, good, totally good. Like you get extra, you're gonna have extra energy for this next round. Are you doing anything for yourself right now that is is fatiguing, like clenching your teeth or your face or your fists, or is your mind going overdrive? Right, like your brain uses energy for sure. Right, right? one of the things you want to get to this whole idea of like this one thing, like. 
this is my this is my clickbait article. The one thing you can do to improve your vinyasa today is pressing your hands down, right? Is is linked to this breath, like we did in the beginning, like that you're getting a full breath in and a full breath out because you're pairing it with this action, right? Making it a little easier to to stay with, right? So in those things, we're pulling the knee forward in a high plank. No, it's not easy. It's really hard, right? But you're paying attention to pressing your hands down, which will help you stay up and getting that last bit of breath out, which will help you then get the next breath in fully, which then keeps the cycle of vinyasa rhythmic instead of rushed. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. That's the idea of why is this the one thing you can do? Right, because we we fall into that hurry so often because we are like conditioned for it. Breath in here. When you breathe out, find your hands, press them down and forward the extent of your exhale. In that space where you're empty, look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Be down and back. And exhale. Bow forward, hug in. Good. Sit your hips back, ukatasana, knees over ankles, not knocked together. Then exhale, bow forward. Good. Good. Press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. You could go to down dog or low push up, press. Press, press, press. Inhale, upward facing dog, pull, 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 pull. Down and back. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Press your hands down and forward, hold time. Inhale, right leg up and back. Press your hands down and forward. Exhale, come forward, knee to chest. Press your hands down, straight down, empty. Step on your center line up and around warrior two. Uh, yeah, I think you stepped too early. You didn't hit that, right? That's totally fine. It doesn't matter. Okay. Set your gaze. Warrior two, just set your gaze. Like in the end of the day, like this is not about being right or wrong or good at this or not good at this. Just notice it, right? So these things in vinyasa, when we notice that we're hurrying, right? Like it's just like in meditation, when we notice we're thinking about something else, right? Just practice. Press your feet down, set your gaze forward. I'd be glad we're not doing another chaturanga right now. You can just do that. Like that's totally legit. Right. But then what is taking energy in this moment that's not necessary? Could you just every time you notice those things, find your feet again? Yeah. Well, you can. It doesn't have to be harsh. In fact, we can't really push our feet down harsh into the floor. Right? Maybe you can grab the floor with your toes. Right? But the, the evenness, our, our feet are amazing. Right? Just the evenness is going to give you to press into your feet. And then you feel the rebound up your body. Next inhale, take your arms up. Reach like it was warrior one. Straight up. Go from your hip crease to your pinky finger tip. Elongate. Feel your breath in your body. pressing your feet or something grab it do you have any like excess sensation around a toe or heel or anywhere that like, you can redistribute press straight down 
Lift your chest straight up, ring fingertips straight up. And as you exhale, draw your hands down towards your heart center. Look to the front of your mat, plant your hands, step back to down dog. As you step back to down dog, hands are going down and forward. Then inhale, come forward to a high plank, press the floor. Press the floor the entire breath. Exhale, low push-up, toes or knees, or, or skip it if you need to, but press the floor. Then breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Pair it with the breath so as you get all the way out, the hands are pressing down. Inhale, take your left leg up and back. Exhale, knee into your chest. Press the floor away, right? Like, so if you're rushing the inhale, it's going to be hard not to rush the exhale. Press down, then step. Up and around warrior two. Set your gaze. Set your gaze immediately to something that is not your body or your mat. And then like, arms like, down, up as you, as you choose, right? But your gaze is set. The eyes have drishti, right? That unwavering, soft gaze. And that's like this practice, right? This is, this is not a practice of harshness. This is like unwavering kindness, goodness, the essence of you as a human being, right? It's not aggressive. It is strong. So strong-willed decency to yourself that you're practicing. How does that feel in your body? Rest your feet down and feel all three points of each foot working the floor. And you feel your legs and you feel the rebound up through that, right? the sensation uh, you're getting ready to jump. Right? And you're looking for a pleasurable sensation there. So you notice anything that's taken away from that. If you're working too hard, like you're working too hard, you can stop. If you're working too little and you have too much room for extra, that's a real deal too. Right? When you're working just the right amount, there's strong work. Body feels like it's got life in it. Right? So you're just steady. You're breathing. You're here. It is a challenge to bring that all the time. It's worth it. Drive feet down, lift your heart up. We're going to take the arms up. Hips drop low, and you're still pressing through your feet. And that action of feet pressing down is going to keep you out of the grabbing with the toes. It's going to keep you out of dropping weight into the heel or the ankle. Right? So we have two things we can do with our feet. We can overdo it, grabbing the toes. Or we can underdo the feet, and then we end up kind of off to the dominant side of, of dumping weight. Feet press down, heart lift up. When you exhale, bring your hands to heart center. Turn towards the front of your mat. Keep your front leg where it is. Hands down, press the floor to step back to down dog. Breathe all the way out. Whatever you got, breathe all the way out. And then inhale, come forward to a high plank. Feel the weight shift forward into your hands. Exhale, lower down, press more. It gets harder, so you press more into the floor as you go chaturanga. Then you have time. 
Upward facing dog, breathe in. Elbows bend, you pull your arm over the back. Yeah, time, you want this back bend, right? Downward facing dog. And down to child's pose with your knees and rest. That was great. Breathe here. So this idea of pairing the grounding action with your breath. By the way, you're going to see it a lot more. Uh, this meditation that we've got that we're on. It's allowing us to sustain these poses. This is, this is why is this the thing that makes your postures better? Well, if you're going to stay in the pose longer, you're going to get more of its benefits. If you're going to stay in the pose longer, you can get stronger in the pose. Well, let's say if you stay in the pose with good form for longer, you get better at the pose. Rushing the poses, making their way through them quicker would only work if yoga was a 50-yard dash. If the way to get better at yoga was to get done with this practice quicker, right? And uh, but it, the poses work on us because we maintain them in our body. Uh, just want to object lesson. That warrior two that we just did, more effective or less effective than one that we would just cruise through with a breath? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> Yeah, true, right? So at every pose with every breath is like that. Side note, if you're not here for strengthening your body, but you're here for more mental focus, getting full breath is that. Next inhale, you're going to come up to down dog and replay this where your hands move down and forward. Good. Breath in. Breath out, plow the hands in. Good. You're empty. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Good. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Press your feet down. Draw your heart forward. Good. Feet pull a little back. Then exhale. Bow forward. Press the feet straight down. We're trying to get as close in to ourselves as possible, so we want feet straight down. Inhale. Reach up. Mountain pose. As you exhale, hands to heart center, you're going to sit back toward Ukatasana, keeping your knees over the ankles. Then rotate, keep your shoulders at center. So, yeah, take your left elbow outside your right thigh, right knee, right. Good. Open the arm so you can lift your chest a little bit. So any way you want to open your arms is fine, but we're going to use the lower arm to press into the leg, leg into arm. So uh, we were just having this little conversation before class. If your knees are together, just look down. Do you see your knees together? And you bring them over their own ankle. They might still be touching. Depending on the size and shape of your knees, they may be touching, but they're not knocked together. So we're going to try this. Let go of the, the work of your feet and let your knees knock in toward one another. Like the yoga lean-to, right? Breathe in, heart up. <laughs> Press into your feet. Take that action away. Use the outer hips to bring knees into alignment. Again, they may not be separate depending on the shape of them, but they will not be knocked together like that. Feel different? Breath in, heart up. Good. Breath out, bow forward. Toe heel your feet apart. Have a little rag doll. Just let this get loose. Let, you, let yourself sway. Let that, let that out. Let it out. Let it out. Guess how we can do a better job of keeping the knees in alignment. Does anyone have an idea of what we could do and where we could do it? 
Oh, block was, yeah, yeah. There was a muttering over there. What was the muttering? Push your feet into the floor. <laughs> it's a neat soup. Think these tests are never going to be very hard. <laughs> it really is your hands to matter. Yoga is not complicated. It's just, it's not easy. It's not complicated. Release your hands, walk feet together. And then Ukatasana, chair pose. So uh, go ahead here, create the yoga lean to bring your knees together. Right? Your body's learned to do this because it's easier, right? Your body will adapt and make everything easier because it's smart, right? When you had to run away from a saber-toothed tiger later, you do not want to waste energy on this, but probably you don't. So knees over their own ankles, again, might not be uh, apart, but won't be knocked together in that way. Good. Lift your chest, reach through your arms, then hands to heart center, we're going to twist, right? keeping the shoulders at the center of the pose, the shoulder girdle at center. Open your arms okay? and any variation that you want. Use the lower arm on the leg, leg into arm. Right? That leg into arm action is one way you can really kind of feel they're not knocking together. Okay? Do this. Press your feet down and press the arm into leg, leg into arm. And you pair those two actions, right? The feet pressing down and the arm and leg pressing each other. You're grounding, you're centering this. You can add one more layer and make it total yoga pose. Pull your heart forward and up. Right? Ground, center, expand. Every yoga pose you ever do until Shavasana. Good. Breath in. And breath out, release, fold. Pull your feet apart. And go toes out toward the diagonals. We'll sit the hips back toward Malasana squat. You can take the arms inside the legs. You can take blocks underneath your hips. You'll lift your chest. You'll go for a different, uh, different element of twisting. So press your left arm into the left knee, knee into arm. Right. What's going to help that? Pressing your foot down. Right. And, uh, and pressing your right foot down won't do you any harm. Press both feet down. Keep left arm and leg connection going strong. Right arm up and back in the twist. Really good. Really good. Feet press down. Okay. Arm and leg press. Your ground, you got center. And this opening, right? This spreading out of your chest. Breath in. Any kind of breath you got. And then slowly release that. Come back to center. You can sit or you can bow out of this if you need a little reprieve. Breath in. And you breathe out, press the floor with your feet. And then at the other side, you're going to work right arm into right leg. And then let the left arm out. So keep pressing both feet down. Make the connection at arm and leg on the right side. And then use that to just like spread out. Breathe and breathe out. Really, really good. Breathe and breathe out. Every exhale, bring your attention back to your feet. One more inhale, spread out. And exhale, release it, come back to center. You're going to bow out of it. Bring your feet together. You can set the blocks to the side. And on an inhale, reach the standing mountain pose. Drive your feet down. You're going straight up. Good. And hands to heart center. We'll pause. Nice. Steady your gaze forward. Feel from your feet to the back of your head. There's one line. So heels, hips, heart, 
head. And notice any pattern of holding, of breath, of shoulders, of jaw. And you take that out and get the rebound. Right? This idea of like, you could jump at any moment. Not like startle at any moment, but, but rebound off the floor. Feel the, the expansion and contraction of your rib cage that's available right? when you're not holding or posturing, right? when you're not posing. And on your inhale, you're going to take your right knee up to hip height. Press your left foot down. Right? So the right knee wants to go up, the left foot's got to go down. Right, right leg out to the side. And then foot to leg, let it find its own spot. And make it easy, just let it be easy. Foot to leg, tree, foot to leg. On your inhale from your foot, reach up. Right. Standing foot presses down, the fingers reach. Again, even for that rebound. And you're looking, you're investigating anything that's in the way of that. I'll tell you, a lot of it happens between your ears. And it's like, you can see it on the face when it's happening. There's no hiding that. This idea of like, we were just really into creating vitality in the body by breathing down, using the energy that comes from that up through the rest of you. Right? Just not easy, simple. And breath in, and then hands to heart center, and foot to your mat. Press your feet down. Spread your toes out. Root your right foot down, bring your left knee up. Again, it's like with balance, the one thing you can do for yourself is your standing foot, it's always and forever. And then the traction of standing foot up through your brain, right? So this buoyancy, this lengthening out, take your knee to the side, keep that line of standing foot to brain, right? Elongated. Then foot to leg. Right, so this like side piece of the, the knee, like just get your foot to a place that's sane for the standing line of your pose, or to be in alignment for that rebound energy to flow. If your knee is too high, the hips will be off kilter. That energy will not flow through. So like might need to give up the idea of where your heel should be. That's a skeletal shape thing. Inhale, take your arms up overhead and breathe. Rest your standing foot down, squeeze the leg, right? That energy up through your body. And if you feel off kilter, if you feel like you're leaning a little to the side, we'll guarantee you it's the lifted leg. If that thigh bone and the hip bone intersect and pull your hip up, the hip will not have any chance of coming back down to level. Just won't. Breath in, lift up. And breath out, hands to heart, foot to me. Pause. Press both feet down, rebound up through your body. Good work. On your inhale. Reach up, mountain pose. As you exhale, bow forward. 
progressing to your feet. Little review here. Inhale, halfway lift. Feet press down, inner ankles pull back. Plant your hands, then step backward. Get them pressing the floor, right? And if they don't quite meet the floor, fingertips can press, but you get into your hands as soon as you can. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Little bend of the elbows, pull the hands back, pull the upper arms back, feel the back work. Yes. And down dog, hands go down and forward. Beautiful. On your inhale, come forward to a high plank. The pressure is straight down into your hands. We're going to bring knees down. You're going to bring knees down. Let's face it. I'm going to watch. And then slowly lower to the floor by pressing your hands into the mat to slow that roll down. Release your body. Downward facing Shavasana. That was great. That was fantastic. Breathe in. Breathe out. So there's the, uh, the floor back bends that are great to do in the uh, in the sequence, so that you don't always have to do a chaturanga up dog. You can do the uh, the cobras. You can do locusts. Right? Those are awesome. Uh, locusts with no hands. Uh, rules apply. It's just going to be a, a kind of a different different step. So we're going to work with cobra and get this this idea of the meditation of vinyasa in your body so slide your hands underneath your elbows and uh first locating where your elbows are is a thing so your hands will be down at your lowest ribs press the feet down squeeze your legs when you inhale your elbows are already bent conveniently pull your hands back to come up breathe here so we're in cobra and we're staying and again that's harder just like the warrior two then if we let this go, correct? Yes, it'd be a lot nicer just to drop down to the floor right now. We're not going to do that. Pull the hands back. A little fingertip action in there. You try to slide forward, half breath in. Then when you come out of Cobra, keep pressing your hands down to slow that, just like we did coming to the floor with the whole body, until the nose almost touches the floor at the end of the exhale. We're going to do that now in rhythm. So you come up, you're pulling the hands back. That continues as you slowly release yourself down. And you can just bring this back to the meditation where the inhale, your hands are pulling back, pressing down as you go up. They maintain that and slowly allow you to lower. Good. couple more rounds. You just investigate this with your breath. The slower you come out of this, it's the same principle as like you're staying in the work longer. Little bonus there. When you start your exhale, give an extra squeeze in the cobra position. You don't have to want extra credit. and this is like just oh, another way of focusing the mind, right? So your full inhale, then you have that exhale where you just get a little squeeze and release down, and you'll slowly just let this all go. Good. And breathe here. And breathe, just breathe. Downward facing Shavasana. Good. And there, like, 
I am not trying to be trite when I say that like one thing is going to make your practice, but it, but it's really true. There's like this one thing you can do, and that's the the grounding action, the first and foremost action of the pose. Right? And all details matter. Other the details do matter. Right? If you get this one, right, and you get this one into like your body as a thing, the other ones will come. Without this one, it's really hard to uh, to get the other ones to sync up. Next inhale, come up again for the cobra. Just breathe in, press the hands down and back. And then instead of pressing your way down, just let it go. Come down. <laughs> I hope you did not knock your head on the floor, but it, <laughs> right. Um, did you notice how that one was not nearly as meditative nor strengthening? Right? It's really great. Yoga gets calmer and stronger at the same time, like always, right? Those two things will pair up. Um, so that point was to be made in this, uh, I think I said those words in the arm in inappropriate order. It bring yourself back to your hand position for Cobra. Press your hands down, pull them back. Now, if you're transitioning to down dog from here, what you're going to do, continue to press your hands on the floor, lower your chest about halfway, press in your hands, pull your abdominals up, transition back to down dog. We will, we will cover that again. But it all happens from your hands. You can just think like that. Again, one detail matters. Come forward to high plank. Press the floor down. Like press your hands into the floor. Knees down. Lower yourself slowly to the floor to the extent of your exhale. Use your hands. Pull back. Inhale. Come up to cobra. Give a little squeeze if you'd like as you transition to the exhale. But lower yourself slowly to halfway. Abdominals in to you. Come back. Downward facing dog. Let's just seal that one in. Breathe in, come forward, high plank. Your choice to use knees or toes as you like, but keep it steady. Lower down to the floor, press your hands down. Like just tighten, tight, 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 tight. Breathe in for your cobra. Get to the top of that, get the little squeeze. You're not pushing down in cobra, you're pulling back. Then release that halfway. Hands down, abdominals up, go. Cool. Breath in. So that little hover of the chest is an important piece of the transition back. It's hard, yes. It's muscularly hard, but it's not hard on the low back if you're doing that. Right? Come forward to a high plank again, and then uh, just go ahead and really just casually lower yourself down because we're just going to make this point just with casual with casual movement. Uh, so we got to get ready for it. We got to prep. Go ahead, take cobra, pull into it, do what you need to do, do a good one, right? And now take yourself all the way down to the floor and get back to down dog from there. Clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> so did anyone feel less elegant in that <laughs> transition? Go ahead and come through to seated. I didn't mean to do that to you, <laughs> but, but it's not great on our low back. We go all the way down and then we try to get back to down dog like that. Uh, so that little hover of your chest is gonna save you low back. Also gonna get you back into kind of a, a, an Udiyana Bandha, a plank and, and a core body support. So that one's important. If you have low back issues, when you're coming from the floor, get yourself, you know, make sure that you're you're coming down out of your back bend, not going all the way down and then pressing back. Come on down to your back uh, for real, onto your back. We'll hug knees in, 
and good speaking of our low back let's give a good good love there and then take your arms out to the sides and go down into the floor and belly twisting pose Really, really nice. Stagger this into meditation with your breath. And this is the thing where you get more calm and it gets stronger. You get more focused, right? You get more calm, more focused to get stronger. Really, really good. One more round through where you balance both sides. Really nice twist, really nice. And bring that back into a center line. Hug your knees in. And then with one in each hand, I just kind of, just let I get really just creative here. Take one in each hand, let them spin around and feel what's going on at the hip socket as the patient if you want to take the hands away let the legs do their thing go do that breath and breath out good back to center line hug knees in keep your right knee drawn to your chest take the sole of your left foot to the floor and extend the right leg straight Really good. You can take uh, hands behind the hamstring. You don't have to. You could actually leave the hands out of it and let the left foot do the work. Uh, that's really nice. Again, the, uh, the principle there is you're grounding down into the floor. And then what's happening with the lifted leg? It's going, it's, it, the energy is moving up and it's moving toward you. You don't have to, you don't have to work your legs anymore if, if they're done. But uh, you can also combine the two things. You can, you can hold the leg and just have that be light while the leg does the work. You breathe here and experience some time down-regulating your nervous system as you let the muscles that have been working so hard have some ease. Really good. Have one more breath here. And when you exhale, you're going to cross the foot over the left thigh. And then you can choose to bring the left leg in on its own. The left leg brings the right leg in. You could choose to hold here. You could also take the legs over to the side into that reclined pigeon twist. That whole operation just moves over and you're on the outer left thigh. which is, is a nice twist. I also really love it because you don't have to use your arms, but you still get leverage. And if you can lay down the work of your arms after all those planks, it's probably, it's probably good timing for that. Breath in, breath out here, enjoy it.
next inhale, you're gonna unwind this, come on back to center, give your knees good hug in. Feel the two sides of your low back, the, the energetic tone of each leg, of each arm, each side of your chest, each side of your face. And then you keep your left knee in, bring the sole of your right foot to the mat and take the left leg up. And again, you can choose to hold. You can choose to work the foot into the mat. Always a good thing to presence yourself with what's on the mat. So whether or not you're really actively pressing down, right, there is this imprint of you that at this point we haven't quite melted into it. Right? There's a pose where we will melt into that imprint. And until that moment, right, we're awake and aware of, of how we're grounding ourselves. But again, there's, there's the appropriate tone, right? For instance, grounding your head in this pose would not look a lot like how we grounded our foot in Warrior Two, right? Like we don't need that that lump of right. The presence of sensation, the back of your skull resting on the mat, the back of your neck light, the back of your shoulder blades being grounded and pleasantly heavy, the arm bones here, right? having a presence keeps us from the fidgeting actions, which just sap energy away from what we're doing. Bend your left knee, bring the foot over the thigh, and then your choice here on hand position or you know, the leg work. And as you change shape, right, the the elements of your body that are touching the floor change. It shifts. The elements of your body that are open to the air change and shift their positioning. Overall awareness of those things. As the mind drifts away, as the body likes to go into fidgets or clenches, or the mind likes to go into fidgeting or clenching, returning to this imprint of your body on the floor, represencing yourself here. Those things are going to help. Bring you back into the experience of awareness. Breath in. And breath out. This just dissolve, unwind, come back to center. Give your knees another hug in and feel the two sides of your body, two legs, two arms, two sides of your face and skull. Happy baby, let the legs move out to the sides. Keep your hips grounded. Just let the hips stay down. We've done all this work on the back to down-regulate the nervous system. So we keep the sacrum down as we move into this. All right. Yeah. 
can kind of think of the end of the practice as like getting a baby to sleep, right? Like just slow, steady movements, nothing abrupt. And breath in. And then with your exhalation, let this dissolve. Allow the arms and legs to move out to the sides or into the shape that best suits you for relaxation. Maybe melting outward, right? The, the idea that this periphery of you becomes more porous. Like water being poured on the table. The edge expands to its own level. And you're still you, you're here, you're still the physical boundaries of you. But they've expanded in their sensory capacity. Because you've allowed the relaxation of this edge. Feel ourselves by feeling the floor and the air. Breath. And through those things, we feel our connection to all that is and to one another. As you feel ready to come back to bring yourself into that space again, doesn't have an edge necessarily, but you're more inwardly focused. Start to feel your breath, move your body, inner essence of you is expanding with the inhale, drawing in with the exhale. Through your inhale, you radiate your awareness out to fingers and toes and the hands and the hips spread. You're finding that, that edge, the boundary of you. And then move to your right side, just curl in, bringing again those, those edges, those boundaries inward, uh, keeping a softness so that. There is no shell. And now we bring that diffuse awareness of Shavasana 
into the physical container, the vessel of you. Make your way to seated. Take just as few motions as possible to organize yourself well. To create that vessel or container in a way that is equal parts internally aware and engaged in this practice we share. Bring our hands together at heart center, letting sternum lift to thumbs, and thumbs to forehead center. And representation of joining body, heart, mind, all that you are into one awareness as we acknowledge and appreciate ourselves and each other by offering one another namaste. Namaste, that was great. Oh, thank you for being here, well done. Super. Have an excellent day. If, if, you, if later you want to come back, we're here at four o'clock. It's going to be warm and there's going to be hip openers because I was told we want those. So, And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.